So what we're learning right now is I don't have trust in men. <laughs> you have math. You don't even, she doesn't even trust me. She's abandonment issues. Every time I text her, she's like, are you quitting? And I'm like, bro, I just wanted to see where you were. All right, AB, hit us with the Elon Musk. Musk? Must? Musk? You've got to know. Please tell me you know. Elon Musk. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Current event. <laughs> Okay, so Elon's back like he never left because he hasn't left yet. So he still wants to buy Tinder, obviously. Tinder? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) News, breaking news, Elon Musk is buying Tinder. (laughs) Tinder does come into play here. He still wants to buy Twitter. Who can blame him? He now, last time he had, he did a $48 billion offer, $43 billion offer, but we didn't know if he had the cash. Okay, it's confirmed he has the cash. I know. I asked. Wait, can you repeat that number? 43 B's. Billion. So he's got it. Because we know Elon's worth like around $200 billion, but he doesn't actually have that in his bank account. Yeah. But he, so somehow, I don't know what he's done. He's gotten the $43 billion. Anyways, he wants to do a tender offer to the Twitter shareholders, basically saying, okay, because the board's annoying. So at this point, he's like, I'm going to go to the shareholders and I'm going to say, here's what I'll pay. Are you guys in or are you guys out? And if they say, which I think they will, if they say, yeah, we're in, and then the board blocks that, okay, that would be a shitty scenario where literally Tinder would be blood and Carl Icahn would be circling above as a shark, I would think. So, also Jack Dorsey, who's the founder of Twitter, he's being cryptic. He's, he's a board member, so he can't hate the board, but he's liking Elon's tweets. Elon's tweeting, like, Elvis songs. Like, Elon's fucking with everybody. It's a mess. Elon is back to couch surfing. He sold his house, is couch surfing. He owns a 300, 300, let me, I don't want to say it wrong, 375 square foot room in Austin, Texas that he paid $50,000 for room. <laughs> like that, that, this is what this man's doing. Don't you love him even more though? I'm madly in love with him. He's couch surfing. He's so down to earth and humble. And he's just like, I want to buy Twitter for the greater good of the people. We need an edit button, freedom of speech. I'm going to get it. I'm going to go to the shareholders. And I'm, I'm also going to smoke pot. Yeah, I'm going to go around the board. And, I'm, and it's just like Elon. I love him. I know. So we love Elon nonetheless. What a sweet, sweet man. <laughs> right? He makes me really happy. Doesn't, isn't he just like inspiring? He makes me want to buy a Tesla. Tesla's earnings report came out and analysts were literally shocked. It was like $3.3 billion for like a, it was, it was their highest quarterly earning yet. But that goes to show it's like people don't buy products. They like the product. They buy product because they like the person behind the product. He's an inspiration. He is also like his marketing tactics and him just in general is genius. And he's couch surfing. What would Elon do? That's my new motto. That's genius. (laughs) WWED. WWED, baby. Um, also something I just want to say is it feels so good to say good morning. I never said it yet, but it's nice that we can say good morning oh my to gosh, everyone. It's Monday morning. <laughs> Monday morning. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I know. I am so happy. So obviously you guys, when you're listening to this, it's Monday morning because Alex Alon and I just had a revelation. We're like, why what don't we? What the fuck we- are we doing? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, we're like, wait, why do we, why are we putting it out on Monday nights? Why do we make ourselves come to the office Monday morning to record, to put it out Monday? Like, what kind of an idea was that? <laughs> like, I... Not I, an Elon idea. We were not working smarter. We were working harder. Like, 100%. Also, Monday morning, like, why, why do I want that to be my most hectic day of the week? That's when we should be in your ears. Exactly. That should be our most... 
not relaxing, but most uh, fun. I don't even know. It's a coveted moment because it can be scary. But if you have this podcast, I think it's better. Yes. So now you can listen to us while you're getting ready, while you're driving to work, while you're taking the subway to work, while you're working out. During the day, lunch break, make your Monday better by listening to Mean Girl Pod. Yeah, if you hate your job, that's where I do it. <laughs> Most of us do. I used to do that all the time back in the day. I would literally listen to podcasts in my ear as I would work, and they would get me through my entire day. Really? hmm Do you think finance bros do that? <sighs> See, it's hard to say because I feel like finance bros are so... Ugh. Like, you, you think so? Yeah, I don't think they, I don't, literally, <laughs> like, I feel like they're, lit, all I picture for finance bros is them yelling on the phone, doing cocaine, and freaking out and yelling at people. Have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street, or did you just ironically <laughs> do that? I, I literally, that's all I, when I think finance bro, I think of Wolf of Wall Street. Leonardo. <laughs> Jordan Belford. Ah, oh, what, a, he was kind of iconic. Yeah. Something about him was so inspirational I mean, yet again. He's like back on social media. I follow him. He is a very, very motivated, motivational man. Is he, is he actually a motivational speaker? I believe now he is, yeah. What a turnaround from, what were those? Quaaludes? What were those pills they took? Quaaludes, yeah. Quaaludes. From Quaaludes to motivational speaking. Oh, What God. a turnaround. Um, what did we do last night? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we did a few things last night. We decided... To start this new project, which is going to be so much fun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to go around to different bars in New York City and rate them on, based off of different things, about how good it is to meet, or how great it is to meet guys. Not good, but great. But great. Wow. You call yourself. I know. So how good, how great, fabulous, and phenomenal it is for you to meet boys. Yes. Guys. Oh, sorry. And the, it's, I don't even know, have we titled it? Uh, no. Why, why would we ever be so organized to title the new segment that we put out? That would be absurd. Me, I guess it's just like Mean Girl, Mean Girl Pod stamp of approval on uh, Best Bars in New York City to meet guys. That's that's an easy. That's such an easy title. Say that again. Do you even remember what you picked? Mean Girl Pod stamp of approval on Best Bars to meet guys in New York City. Okay, do the acronym for it. MGP. MGP. S A. Stamp of approval. Do you do the of? No. Okay. S A. M G. Meet guys. N Y C. N Y C. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. No, we're not titling it that. <laughs> the name is the name's a work in progress, but you guys get the gist of what the scale is. The problem is, last night we thought the best idea in the world would be to use the six 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 scale. <laughs> you know, like because. There's the 666. Jordan, what say your 666s. Yeah, so 666 is, um, it's the ideal guy, which is if you're over six feet, you make more than six figures, and if you have a six-inch dick or bigger. Totally applicable in that scenario. Terrible for bar ratings. <laughs> Terrible for ratings in general, because we were rating like four to six people. We're like, that's so low. And we're like, it's actually like an eight out of ten, but... If you look at it, you're like, oh, wow, that looks really low. And if you don't know what the sixes, like the three sixes are, then you think we're like into the devil. And it's just like, <laughs> it's it's just not a good idea. So I forget about that. As we always do, we're going to um, rescale it. St- moving forward, we're going to be on a scale of 10. You know how most people do like uh, trial and error behind the scenes? We do trial and error up front. In front of everybody. We think out loud. Yes. On Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> we say something and we immediately do it. So coming from the two girls that used to go on dates and live tweet it. Photos of people. <laughs> I mean, how's that for thinking out loud? You oh pivot. God. So yeah, so we have a scale. It's three tens. The first ten is going to be the girl to guy ratio. So if you go to a bar, is there going to be a good amount of guys for a girl to actually go up and talk to? 
The next is going to be attractiveness, how hot the guys are. And then the third is going to be like a flirtiness vibe of if you actually have a chance to talk to these guys and potentially go home with one of them. Mm-hmm. Let's do it for last night. Okay, so we went to Fideye. We can say the name, right? Totally. We went to PJ Clark's in Fideye. What's Fideye? F- oh, sorry, the financial district. So it's literally right off of Wall Street. Um, that's like the best way to describe it, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a. we were there last night, and it was cool because we were saying everyone knows what Wall Street is. Mm-hmm. And to be at the bar right by it where all the guys that work on Wall Street, all the guys and girls that work on Wall Street go to right afterwards, like you can't do that anywhere else. It was cool. It was cool. And also... I mean, I don't care who you are. Everyone thinks a finance bro looks hot. Is there something about the suit? What's the deal? The navy suit, the slim cut navy suit. Oh my god! I just thinking about it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Were you foaming at the mouth? I literally was. That one guy that we all know who I'm talking about. Ooh, ooh, he looked good. Actually, let's talk about that guy. Yeah, he was very. He was tall, dark, and handsome. He had a great suit on. Yeah. When he walked by the first time, I thought I saw a wedding ring. Then he did this thing. He walked by two more times and he had his left hand in his pocket. Interesting. I wonder if that was strategy or just coincidence. He kept looking over at you. So I'm going to call it strategy. I think so, too. And it's funny because back in Minnesota, that's the first thing I always did was I always looked at the guy's finger because people in Minnesota get married all the time uh, early on. But in New York, a lot of people aren't married. So I didn't even think of that. So when you thought of that, I was like. Alex, thank God, because I would have wasted my time on him. 100%. He would have let you waste his time on him. I know. He was down, but I you know. wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known because it was a little trick. Or or like um, Alana's boyfriend, Mike, came to hang out with us for a bit last night. And he was saying like one time he was out and a guy took off his ring. Like guys are full of full of tricks. Those rings are not glued on. No, they yeah. are. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's why you get it tattooed. <laughs> they can't be tattooed, tattooed on. Yeah. <laughs> so you just got to be careful of that. Correct. Um, but yeah, like overall, I, oh, 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 I interrupted. <laughs> I stopped myself. I'm so sorry. It's our golden rule. The only thing we have done from start to finish is keep that rule. That's true. Wait, what were you going to say though? I just, I wanted, I wanted you to do the, the rate it. Yes. Okay. So we kind of have to come up with new ratings because last night we did 666. Forget last night's video. <laughs> yeah. So I would say, okay, so the first one is, um, ratio, ratio. <laughs> literally a thousand to one there was what four girls there and three of them were us three you guys everyone was in black or navy there was one girl wearing a pink suit yeah she was there she looked fire yeah. see that's the problem though you guys both saw the one girl in the pink suit yeah. and we literally i we, it, we stuck out like sore thumbs we also were not wearing the correct attire <laughs> we weren't even close to the correct attire <laughs> Last night, everyone's wearing suits. and <laughs> It's like worth going to if you're in New York just to see this. The oh. amount of men. Because it, it's actually like, what would you say, 97% guys? Yeah. Yeah. That all bar was suits. 97% guys. Yeah. All in suits. Yeah. So uh, ratio wise, I would say, honestly, a 9 out of 10. I mean, there was literally four girls there. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's valid. Okay. Attractiveness. Okay. So last night was kind of weird because... There were a lot of attractive guys, but not of a lot not a lot of guys that I wanted to approach attractiveness wise. Does that make sense? Yes. Like society wise, they're looked at as attractive, but they weren't necessarily like our types, maybe. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Totally so agree. Yeah. Um do you think how do you think like a finance bro? has sex the another way to put that would be how does a finance bro fuck but i think i want to go more of like how do they have intercourse 
Okay, so finance pros are so interesting to me because they're almost like robots. <laughs> they literally, they go, they work all day. They leave work and drink or do drugs usually. Not stereotype, but let's be do real. they? Because they want to turn off their minds. I mean, think about it. They're in the most high stress. One of the most high stress jobs is to work on Wall Street. So after work, they just want to consume things that makes them forget for five minutes the stress that they just went under. And then they do it all over again. You are saying how nobody was there to flirt. Oh, okay. So let's finish the, the last rating. So the last rating is the flirtiness. Okay. So first, um, attractiveness, probably like a seven out of 10. Okay, that's a little higher than I thought you were going to go. Okay. What do you think? What do you think? I don't know because think about how many guys there that you thought were worthy of like going up and talking. I mean, there was... Ooh, four out of ten? Yeah, there was a ton of guys there. They Were they well-dressed? Yes, but overall attractiveness? Like, what did you really think? That's actually true. The dress, the well-dressedness kind of blinded me, so probably four out of ten. I think that's accurate. But flirtiness-wise, I would give it like a one out of ten because none of those guys wanted anything to do with a girl. They literally, you could tell, were just like... I just want to drink and forget about everything that I just did for the past eight hours. They, they were hardcore. Okay, this is a specific bar. I've never yes. really been to a specific bar. I mean, you go out a lot and then you just, everyone's there to have a good time. You're sitting at the bar, et cetera. This bar's purpose is for these guys to decompress. 100%. So like, yes, the guys were there. But not to mingle. Not to mingle. Like they're, They have one task after work. And it is to forget about their day. So what's your rating on flirty energy? One out of ten. Okay, so let's give an example of a good... Let's give an example of flirty energy. Is that... Okay, here's here's what I want to dive into right now. Okay. All right. Did you go talk to a guy? No. What time of day were we at the bar? We were there from... The hour. Yeah, like five to seven. Yeah. I will say, though, I think that the vibes would have been different if... It was nice out because the bar's outside Mm -hmm. and on the water. You think that's more flirty energy? I think a hundred percent. The sun is brings out everyone's flirtiness. Yeah, sure. It was gloomy. Yeah, no one wants to flirt in in gloomy. Also, day of the week, it's like finance bros. Like I still have one more day of work. Like I'll fuck you Mm -hmm. on Friday. (laughs) That's actually. Fuck you tomorrow. Literally, (laughs) literally, he's like, I'll fuck you on Friday because then I can at least sleep in on Saturday. You should go back tonight and see. You should go put that power move into play. Finance bros fuck on Fridays. Only. But, but how do you think they fuck? So, I don't know. It's I don't want to stereotype and be mean, but I feel like they're not that good in bed. Why? Or they're psychotic in bed. It's like zero to 100 with these guys. Like, you're either going to find the guy who's like coked up, like ready to get psychotic with you, or a guy who is so hot he's never had a try in his life, so he just sits there and lets you do everything. Uh, okay, what do you think, though, about the guy that there's specific problem? The energy has to go somewhere from work. Mm-hmm. So if he's like super, he's like an analyst or something like that, don't you think he'll be really like determined in bed or not? Oh, my God, Alex. What? That's actually such a valid point. These guys are so competitive. They're highly competitive. They're driven by numbers and they're like task oriented. I think that I think <laughs> they would like. They're like, fuck your brains out, kind of. Literally, they're like, okay, driven by numbers. How long is it going to take before I make her come? How good is her orgasm going to be on a one to ten? Like, I can literally. How fast can I do it, or how long will it last? How long can I last? I think you're giving too much credit. Really? Yeah. I think I don't don't think they care about you. Were we describing the C-suite only? Valid. I don't think they give a fuck about your experience. 
And oh. I also think that they're like, when is this over? Because I have to go check my email. Yeah, they only care about their experience. Oh, a thousand percent. Mm, juicy. Alana always brings us back down to earth. Yeah, we, we go. We're like, I we get, we do. We give everyone a yeah, lot of he's credit. Like, he, you're like, he wants to make me come five times. Like Jordan, he doesn't even know where your clit is. He doesn't care. Literally, he doesn't even remember my name. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually so valid. Like they have so much going on in their head. They're like, okay, when can I um, be done with this? Because I can just jack myself off in the shower tonight. Like I don't care about you. Oh, gosh, That's I'm torn. I, I want to take a side now. Like, I want to pick. I mean, we have to ignore, like, what, what, what I'm envisioning is Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> like, he, but he had Margot Robbie, okay? Yeah. Like, he didn't even care about her. But he didn't. Yeah, you're right. At the he end. Didn't. He just <laughs> cared about his quaalum, quaalum pills or whatever. Quailoids. He stopped <laughs> caring about her. If you can't care about Margot Robbie, can you care about anybody? No. Nobody no. cared about us at the bar last night. No. Okay, so that that comes up with a lot of another valid point. Like, these guys are probably on a scale from one to ten confidence wise the most confident guys like they're probably eight and nines like confidence wise okay, yeah and i feel like confident guys don't talk to girls because they don't need one they don't need to because usually people approach them because they are attractive and you can like feel their confidence mm-hmm. um and two they they just don't care they they don't care and then do they need to care because no this is why I was talking about the times earlier. Five to seven is a hard mingle time. Mm-hmm. But once, especially on a Friday and a Saturday or a Sunday, if you're going out, once you cross over that point where people are starting to get drunk, mm-hmm. those cute, confident guys, people approach them. Girls will start to, like, they don't have to do that much legwork. Yeah, because, like, when I think about all the guys I've, I've spoken to at the bar, the guys that I'm interested in, I usually approach them. Why is that? Why can guys not approach the girls? Or why is it the uglier ones are so confident and have the confidence to approach girls? Like, every girl says, like, why is it the ugly ones who are so confident and who, like, always approach me but the hot ones never do? It's like, because the, I keep, I hate saying ugly, the less attractive, it's because they've, like, built a personality. They, like, have to do it. It's like, that's why the hot models are never fun because they don't have a personality because they never had to work for it. Oh, so you think hot people don't have to work for things and, and are just, they get to be hot. Yeah, they just have to be hot. Okay, and so then you're saying everybody else has the charisma. That's why you never want the hottest guy at the bar. You want, like, the middle guy because they usually have the best personality. Okay, when we were in Aspen, Jordan said she she specifically, and it's burned into my brain, there was this guy that looked, it was me, Jordan, and my husband, Graham, and he caught all three of our attention. Like, he, he was, also caught a guy's. We were like, uh oh, uh, like he was a model movie star looks mm-hmm. like oh tall, my that's God. when you know yeah tall dark handsome mm-hmm. all of it mm-hmm. and jordan immediately was like oh hell no yeah and we were like wait what because i agree you, yeah you don't want the hottest I don't guy like the bar. guys because one you don't want to go out with them and have every girl like loving on them like you don't want to go to the bathroom and come back and having three girls talking to your boyfriend you know what i mean but isn't that on him i mean <laughs> these days people will just do whatever the ever they feel like yeah like i don't want to walk into a room with my boyfriend have everyone stare at him that's fine that's valid i don't think it's about that i think it's about him oh how he acts yeah i care more about him his personality and how he acts so what we're learning right now is i don't have trusted men (laughs) you have math you don't even she doesn't even trust me she's abandonment issues every time i text her she's like are you quitting i'm like Bro, I just wanted to see where you were. It was 10.28 when I walked in. Today, we're recording at 10.30, and I didn't see Alana or Alex. I go, oh, my God, they're not coming. And I go, wait, it's not even 10.30. <laughs> we're like, wait, what? Alex was already here, and I'm pretty sure Alana was already here, too. <laughs> just weren't, like, specifically here in this room. Okay, wait. Alana, right when we brought up the hot guy thing, mm-hmm. you said, I don't like 
hot guys, but you meant you. So there's a chance that you could like this guy, but you still wouldn't want to go for him because of other perception. Mm-hmm. But you're saying in general, you typically don't like like a hot pretty boy guy. I ne- like. Oh no, I never like when a hot pretty boy model walks into a bar. Like I actually don't give a fuck. If anything, I look away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a very personality driven girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, same. Like that's to me that is what's hot. Hundred percent. I could become attracted to someone. That's why I like organic um, relationships because most guys I've ever really liked are not the hottest guys, but their personality is so amazing that over time I become obsessed with them because I'm like, you're so nice, you're so funny, like you're so great, but you might not be that good looking. Mm-hmm. You'd rather have that. Okay, I love this conversation because any day of the week you want the personality. Now I do think there 100%. are instances where that hot guy also is just like the life of the party. Yeah. They gotta be a late bloomer though. Yeah, they hundred percent. Peaked in college, like Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, okay. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> he says it his song. He's like, I'm not out here. I'm out here getting cuter. I didn't peak in high school. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys oh, know what I'm talking about. I, I, I don't. So about. I think yeah, that's I why it threw me off guard. I was like, Why did you pick Jack Harlow? But I guess if he talks about it, okay, okay, fair. But I do agree on the peaking later in life. Mm-hmm. Like for example, um. Like, I was so... I was ugly in high school. <laughs> Wait, no, you weren't, were you? Yes, I was. I was ugly in high school. Okay, For example, I, I was hope, ugly in high school. I, I oh, hope a photo's flashing. We need flashing. a picture. I yeah. will show you. I Okay, you guys. So, just to paint you a picture, I had to get my two teeth... Um, removed. So for most of high school, I didn't have my two side teeth. <laughs> I had braces for almost all of high school. I was right. not cute. Okay. <laughs> Holy crap. Wasn't that ugly? <laughs> These two are like disgusting right now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you you have no teeth? teeth? You had no teeth? <laughs> no, I didn't! Wait, did you just have like gophers? No, I had nothing there. No, like, so you had nothing. Had, Sorry, you just had these Not two? even a retainer with, like, fake teeth on it? Just no, holes. I had, like, I had braces, big, big metal braces that covered it up a little bit. Where'd they cover it? How? <laughs> you, did, you just had two front teeth and no side teeth. What the fuck? I'll show you guys a picture. I should have came prepared. Obviously. Um, so I was not the cutest girl ever. Um. <laughs> oh. You didn't have false teeth? No, it was only like a year, Alex. But I had braces for thirty six months, so I had I had metal. I was a metal mouth for the most of my high school. Your teeth, it's we laugh because you're hot now and your teeth are Wait, beautiful. You, that was you in high school. That was me in high school. Okay, I mean, so I I would say like I don't look at myself and I'm like, oh, I'm so attractive. But I would say I definitely am a, a late bloomer. I peaked. I would say I peaked like at twenty three, even like twenty four. I'm 26, by the way. So it's only been two years. <laughs> like, so I, I feel like I've developed a good person. I, you know, I think I have a great personality. I've developed a good personality. I've learned how to be funny. Like, I, you know what I mean? Where, so it's like late bloomers and guys are great too because they also had to develop that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, let's go back to the, the, your past a little bit because it's interesting that you're, I, I think yeah, you're, I'd like to go backwards. Yeah. So you could. can't just drop the no teeth in high school thing and then we're <laughs> going to be like, okay, picture. so anyways, no. So Jordan, okay, hold on. Cause you kind of have an interesting past, but you start, you, you'd say you started because I think you're still peaking. I actually think you like have started peaking coming into your own recently, personally. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, so what happened to you? You taught me a word, ambiguous loss. What happened to you in your past? Talk about that for a second. Um, so I, I had a boyfriend for five years. 
we dated all throughout high school. Or Well, no, we did not. We dated all throughout college, and then we lived together for a year, and then we broke up after five years. And an ambiguous loss is you're losing somebody who's still alive. Okay, wait, how was the relationship to you? Because we, divorce got brought up last night, mm-hmm. and we were saying, like, if you're 30 and divorced, are you really even divorced? Or is it just more like you're kind of, you're like reborn? I also feel like with divorce, oh, I hate that we're saying divorced so much. Divorce like, said. I feel like you have to be married at least three years for it to count. You know what I mean? It's like a yeah. trial period in the beginning. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I just think <clears throat> it's almost like, I think people put so much pressure on it. And they're like, oh, you're divorced. And it's like, is it? That's not bad. That's no. just like saying I just wanted to restart. 50% of the population is gets divorced. 100%. I think we need to normalize it. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like that, uh, I, t- I mean, they say if you're with somebody for seven years, you're legally married. I almost was legally married. Me too. Yeah, wow. you too. Wow. We were almost I can legally say, me, married. Me, my other good friend from home in the same boat as me, we call ourselves divorced. Yeah, I, I, I mean, my, I literally uh, re- I had a rebirth after five years. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I became a new, I was, I'm living my second life. You are living your second life because it's my third. I I think it's a tough subject because it's like, you don't want to like for me, we don't want to downplay divorce. Like it's a, it's like a very traumatic thing, highly traumatic and terrible. I think it's a touchy subject because like we're not actually divorced, Mm -hmm. but I just don't think it needs to be like, Nobody should feel bad about it. No, and ever. I'll, also, like, if, if you, you want to get divorced, get divorced. I hate when people are like, we have, we're married, we have to work for it. It's like, you don't, if you're not fucking happy, just end it. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I feel, I feel tough about it. Like, cause you don't, you don't want to, you don't ever want to get there. No. Ever. And you don't ever even, th- like, I don't even think like that. But I do think you have to put yourself in other shoes and say there's so many scenarios where, of course, that happens. Yeah. And I, that's not a bad thing by any means because you give yourself a chance at a second life. And I think it's beautiful. 100%. And it's like, why do we have to make like break? Like it's one time. I don't remember where this was, but someone was like, oh, I was on a podcast I was listening to. They were like, OK, when a girl and like when someone breaks up with someone, people downplay their emotions. But when people get divorced, they're like, oh, my God, are you OK? But it's like it's the same thing. Like, Why do we have to make divorce seem so much more serious than like, why is my five year relationship ending less serious than a, a year marriage ending? I, so true. I think it's, I will say, I think it's the whole thing around the marriage. Yeah. I really do. Like once you go through it, kind of this like commitment rings, restructuring of your life. Like I do think that's an added element. I mean, I lived with my boyfriend though. We shared everything. No, I know. I think there's something to be said though about like inviting people. If you have mm. that kind of a wedding, yeah. you know, your parents, let's say if, you, if you, your parents do throw it for you, I do think there is kind of that. And then there is this name we put on it that I definitely think is like an added thing. Mm-hmm. But I do believe like, I, I'm here for the argument of like, are you considered divorced? Yeah. But also of. like society just puts that like that label on it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that like I can't work through my brain out loud, but I do think that plays into it. hundred percent. So yeah, so I feel like society makes people feel bad about divorce or even like long-term breakups. Because I remember for me, people, I was the bad guy when I ended my five-year relationship because after five years, society teaches us like you need to just stick it out and they need to be your person forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like you have something you really want to say? No, oh. uh, no, keep going. I'm, I'm thinking of something. Oh, so I, I feel like society just puts all these unrealistic things things and thoughts into our head that we're supposed to obey, but they don't make us happy. Right. I think that's, I think on the five year thing, that's that added pressure. Mm-hmm. I think we should acknowledge this probably is more relevant in the Midwest 
just because of of history and like what people have done before you. But if you've been in a relationship for five years, people start to ask the guy. They're just like, okay, so when do you pop in the question? Yeah. And maybe part of them's like, I don't even know if I want to. Yeah. With this person, like, and I think you start to feel boxed in maybe. And even with you and Graham, like you've been together three, married three years, people are always like, when it, when's the baby coming? And you're like, I'm not even 30 yet. Right? I'm like, what if I love my career and I might want to move again? And what if Graham wants to get a job? Like, there's so many unknowns and I'm like, I don't feel that yet. Yeah. Like, there's so many timelines that... I don't know when they began back, back in the day that we're still abiding by. I feel like slowly it's getting better and de- de- based off where you live, like back in North Dakota, Minnesota, it's it's not better. But here it's like a little better. But society has so many unrealistic and so many strict timelines for us to follow. I know. And it's like, what are they all for? Like who, what, what do they do for us? Because you start, unless you consciously rewire your brain mm-hmm. or come up for air, I don't even think you would realize you were following one. Literally, so I, I feel like these timelines that society gives us just makes us feel bad about ourselves. Like I was talking to one of my good friends the other day and she was saying how she's happy but also unhappy because she feels like she should be in a different place in her life. And I go... That's because that's only based off of what society's told you. Like, you should not be here because of what the world's telling you. Like, the universe has a plan for you, and there's no such thing as a timeline where you are. It doesn't matter, like, where you think you need to be. Like, you are where you should be. Yeah, I think that's, like, the secret sauce is if you can... I don't know because this hasn't been happening for me lately, but if you did, like, an internal Mm check-in and you were like, holy shit, I'm truly happy. Yeah. Like there are so many people our age that did get married and then do have kids. And like being a mom is truly their calling in life. There's people that are like, I'm going to move like seven more times. I'm going to do some startups. I'm going to fucking bail on my face. And then there's people that are like, I'm going to do both at the same time. Yeah. And it's like, if you throw the recipe out the window and you're like, I'm just going to do me. I feel like that's where it's like, there's some ump to it. You don't look back with regret because the worst thing you could do is get to a certain age and be like, holy shit, I've wasted time. Because time's the one thing we don't get back. 100%. And it's funny too, because I feel like when I was in my five-year relationship, I never felt this stress of that I'm not, or I never was like, oh, I'm not doing things right. I always felt I was because I was literally living by society's timeline and standards. And I only started worrying about a timeline once I got out of a relationship and I lived in a more unconventional life. Like for a year straight, I had uh, on my background for my phone was there's no such thing as a timeline. I love that because it, it was something that stressed me out so much. Do you feel like at 26 you should be dating somebody or not? Like, do you feel like you're right where you're supposed to be? I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be, but I didn't feel like that overnight. Um, the dating thing, I for some reason like I'm totally fine not being with somebody. You should be. That's um, good. Maybe when I'm like 36, I'll start to worry a little bit, but I don't even know. Like. I don't know. I'm I'm I feel fine with where I'm at in life. Like I'm happy where I'm at in life. Yeah. I you know what I love more than anything is a 30 year old single empowered confident person. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because why not? I think that's the one the one the only thing social media did well for us was I feel like over COVID so many people started following their passions at different ages and there's so many people who started blowing up like mid 30s. Where we think the only way to be successful is if you blow up when you're 
in your early 20s or in your when you're a teenager. But it's like you have all these creators who are like 35 and thriving. Totally. We, you know what did happen during COVID is that timeline got pushed forward and it's that overnight success. But people mm-hmm. think like Uber was built in a day. Oh and, my God. and it wasn't. It, these were like these long, I mean, he was young, but it's these long drawn out things. And somebody, somebody glorified overnight success. And I think it's dangerous. What's the saying? If it was built overnight, it can... Uh, fail overnight or what is it that would that would be good i mean i like rome wasn't built in the day but yeah no there's like this super powerful quote where it was like if it blew up overnight it can be burned overnight or something if it blew up overnight it could blow up overnight i don't know i need to look it up um because it's something that i i don't even remember but i'm like i live by it (laughs) (laughs) it's my mantra does anybody know what it is um (laughs) overnight success quote (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I gotta know. Um, oh gosh, I'll 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 find it and I'll post. It. I'm sure so many people will literally DM me and be like, "This is what I'm supposed to say." Um, yeah, but, the internet will tell you. But yeah, like we we forget about how much work even podcasts at Barstool who are so successful, like they're thriving. We're like, we're like they did overnight. It's like no, they've been doing this for five years, right? They've been like, their chill, blood, sweat, and tears in this since. 2016 yeah and you know what i think with summer coming up i think it's a fun time to like if you kind of have this itch to do something different because you and i both did jordan and i have no advice we laugh a lot Mm. and we're like i literally don't even know what i'm doing much less what i ever tell anybody else what to do but one thing you and i did do was kind of like reroute our lives it's how we ended up here a hundred and i do kind of like that energy Sorry, I'm like on a one brain tangent of finding this quote. It's going to piss me off. Ah, uh, that's fair. But I'm not going to. Post it when you find yeah, it. Yeah, I'll post on Mean Girl Pop when I find it. But don't you think the summer maybe could be a fun time to, if you wanted to mix things up a little or try something new, like why not? The summer makes me want to try new things all the time. Every day. All day, every day. I I literally feel like, I've, I feel like I say this too much now, you could die tomorrow Live your life like it's like it sounds very extreme, but live each day like it's your last. Yeah, I think that's what we're what we are going to go into the summer with. We're going to get you like multiple boyfriends because mm-hmm. that's something you should try. I decided on the three that I want. Oh, what are tell? Oh, tell us. <laughs> okay, so I want a rich zaddy. Zaddy. <laughs> I don't even know why people call them zaddies. Do we know? Just Z? Mm, yeah. Why? Yeah. So I want like a rich, like older man. I'm kind of talking like 40s. Like I kind of want to experience that. The rich guy, the rich zaddy's older. Yeah, I want to, okay. like, have a 40-year-old fling. Love. Um, And then I want one younger. Than you? Than me. Respect. Because Alex made a valid point yesterday. Anna and Alex were saying how the guys I like tend to look a little older, and they're not necessarily attracted to that look yet. Um, But then I was like, but every once in a while, a young guy comes along, and I'm obsessed. And you made a good point. You're like, because they bring that, like, fun energy. That older guys don't always have. Yeah, you want to, you either like to feel like protected mm-hmm. and like secure because you have the abandonment thing. So that's the yeah. older guy, but then yeah. you love to have fun. So that's the younger guy. Yeah. And then, um, then like one guy who's more of like a friend. Oh, like someone I can like hang out with. Like, like, yeah, we'll like probably have sex, but like I want someone I can actually like do cool things with. Is this a guy that you'd sit on a couch like Sunday and watch movies with too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Between the three, let's fantasize. Which one would you fall in love with? Do you think? For sure the middle one. <laughs> the, younger the younger one? one? The middle one. 
the guy my age who I went oh, on fun with. Oh. oh, he was the last one. Sorry, middle age wise. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, yes. sorry. The last guy I just talked about. Okay, so he's the guy you'd marry, but the other two would make for a very fun summer. Yeah, like the 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 older rich guy. I get to experience probably like really good sex because he knows what he's doing. We get to go to cool things because he's rich. Trips. The young guy, we can just have fun and do very spontaneous things and stay out till four in the morning and drink and just like have fun blackout nights. And then the the guy in the middle age, we can just like enjoy each other's company and I can get that companionship that I'm lacking. I love that. I think this is beautiful. Let's find him. <laughs> I know. Can you meet guys on Bumble BFF? Only if they selected that they want girls and they're a guy as yeah. their friend. Yeah. But Bumble. No, the organic meeting only. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's go. Mm, okay, so apps. we need to go to the, like a younger area. What, Lower East Side? Oh, no. 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 West We're, Village. West Village. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we'll go to West Village. We'll find the younger guy. We'll go up by Central Park to that. I think it's called Billionaire's Row. Yeah. Find you the 40-year-old. And then we could probably find both in West Village, yeah. the younger guy and the guy mm-hmm. that's your best friend. 100%. 100%. Love. Because I don't have like any guy friends here, so I can't like start that with anyone. But um, I would love to find that. Those are my three for the summer. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found any, so we have a lot to work, a lot of work to do. We know that they're that it's not a fine. Maybe it's a finance, bro. We'll see. No, no, no. It doesn't matter what the... I'm not, oh. not going to... I don't care what they do because these are not my boyfriends. I'm not. That's gonna, my standards will be lower. These are your. You have no standards. I'm no other standards. Than, I want to be attracted to them and I want them to be nice. Those are my only standards and there. funny. There, yeah, I heard it there. Yeah, but yeah. I'm excited. Love. Um. Okay, Alex. We need to do a better job on updating everyone on our lives because we have so much that goes on, and then we just like we're recording an episode, we forget about everything. <laughs> we do. So, what's the situation? First and foremost, I want an update on the drinking. Like, you drank last night with us, which was so fun. But like, how's that going? So I had a glass of rosé mm-hmm. last Which, night. I'm sorry, but that was horrible rosé that you left me with. Did you think so? Was it? I didn't like it. was too sweet for me. So I didn't drink for two months. We counted. It was actually to the day. I didn't drink for two months. Wow. And if anybody wants to know how that was, it was incredibly easy. And I didn't put much thought into the first time I drank again. I just was like, oh, I'll have some wine. So fast forward, all, all I've had is like one glass of wine. Max, I've had two glasses of wine. This morning... I, I felt like I drank seven bottles of wine last night. I felt awful. Did you have any at dinner? I ordered a glass and like took one sip of it. And when we left, the guy I was eating was like, are you going to drink your wine? And I was like, no. Like, I don't know. So I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know what that means. Maybe your, your body's becoming no like way. allergic to you it. You only had a glass and a half, really. Yeah. And I had it earlier. Like It was like five o'clock. Yeah. You'd think I would have felt fine. I woke up this morning and like had to get like a bready sandwich. No. Yes. So that's interesting. Maybe you're allergic to wine now. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't know what to make of that, right? Wow. Interesting. So maybe you need to try a new alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not putting much, like, I'm just kind of leaving it there. Did you have any sober moments this week? Like any fun sober activities that you did? Yes. So, okay, I wanted, I, I'm calling my sober moment, um, I cut out coffee on Sunday. Psycho. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah she's it's, fucking psycho. This is day six. I used to have terrible anxiety attacks. I haven't had one since I cut it out. So I've been going around trying decaf coffee places. And I've been having a blast doing it. What's your favorite place? Um, Well, there's a couple, but it's the below me. And I don't know the name of it. Well, you don't need to say it either. Don't don't dox yourself. No, because you live there. I think it's called the. It is what it is. (laughs) Fuck. Can you ask me that again? Maybe we cut that part. Okay. 
I'll just bleep it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. okay yeah. So we just had to bleep that because Alex just gave everyone <laughs> her location What's of where she lives. Security, by the way. Yeah. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, <laughs> Here's my actual address. <laughs> Safety, guys. We can't tell you. Um, so my sober moment is going to be going around trying the decaf places and tea places. I've been having a lot of fun doing that. Um, I also went to a restaurant I've been dying to try, St. Ambrose. <gasps> was it good? Like it, it was so good. I'm calling it my new favorite restaurant in New York. I want to go there so bad. The West Village one. It started raining on Tuesday night. And so I was like, let's go now. No one will be there. We sat at the bar. It was fabulous. Nice. Fun. Yes. What about you guys? Um, oh, for like a sober moment? Or sober moment or your week update. Um, for me, my sober moment was also, so I love trying new coffee places. I do not do decaf. Um, Only losers do. But I love trying new coffee places, and I, I tried a new one this week. You guys probably saw it on my Instagram story. It made me hurt really bad, because I think they gave me cream versus oat milk. That, that There's nothing worse. That should be a crime. It was nothing. It was So it's called About Time Coffee. It's all over TikTok. It was so fun to go to. It was a great experience, um, but it put me on my deathbed. I was <laughs> ill afterwards. Oh. Um, I'm sorry. Other than that... I don't really have any other updates. I am not talking to any guys right now. You're not talking to Ted still? Oh, no, no, we're not talking. So Ted, Ted Lasso and you, it's over. The young guy that you made and made out and slept with. We're over. We broke up. <laughs> yeah, we're Bye, broke. Ted. I'm, I'm officially not talking to any guy right now. Love it. Which, honestly, is where I'm my happiest. So <gasps> I'm so excited for when I come back from this two-week Barstool vs. America trip to see if you have a love update. A love date. Oh, I uh, I have some dates planned for the future. I'll, that's all I'll say, though. I'm so excited. Okay, yay. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't really. That's about up as far as my life or like update wise. That's it. Okay, that's about it. That's it. Alana, did you did you do anything? Did you do anything sober? sober. Well, I, my kickball league started. Yeah, that's a great sober. <gasps> it was activity. really fun. Yeah, we were so bad though. My friends and I were so bad, and you need at least four girls to play. Oh, so. But the other team's girls were really good. Like, it was bad. And I'm obviously my I have my leg thing. Like, I still can't run. And two of my friends just got an ATV accident, so they weren't able to play. Two of the girls. So, like, yeah, our team's really bad. But it's, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And then after, there was, like, a happy hour for all the teams. Oh, that's a nice way It to was meet fun. People. But we were getting, like, Christian youth group vibes from it a little bit. I that's... don't know why. I couldn't explain it. But we were like, guys, are we getting, like... What's the word like? Um, oh my god! You know like, what I mean? yeah, I know the vibe. Yeah, They're yeah. like trying to bring you to their but side. But it was really fun doing like something like an organized thing that was like completely like sober. Yeah, totally. You know? mm-hmm. Like it was really. I'm excited for it. Good. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Sober moments are fun, and they're they're um they're harder to find than people think. They are. Mm-hmm. They're I, very hard. Okay, you know what? What else I think about that though is. They're they're hard to find, but they're even harder to like attend. Yes, you know it's like it's a good idea in theory, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I could also just literally watch a show. Exactly, I know people. I'm still I feel sober. Like, I feel like that's like people's mindset. It's like, well, if I'm not going to drink, why don't I just sit on my couch and watch TV? Then it's like, no, that shouldn't be your your mindset. Yeah, it's nice to go out and do things. It's also so nice hanging out with your friends sober because you actually retain the conversations you have, and you actually have meaningful conversations. The con- the conversations are beautiful. Like. That's why my favorite, my favorite sober thing in the world to do is go on walks with people because mm. you just you get learn so much about them. I'd rather eat glass than walk with somebody. Yeah. Eat glass, yes, because you don't. Yeah, I, we know. I can't walk. You with can you. walk with me though. I would. Go, I'd love to go sit and have coffee with. I could walk with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also, the, but the people I'm talking that I go on walks with are my people where we, if we don't have a conversation, we can walk in silence. Yeah, I love <laughs> silence is compatibility. And Jordan and I can sit. We we sat on the subway yesterday and oh! didn't talk. 
I went on a friend date this week. Oh, really? I forgot to say that. That's a, that was my Swoopy drink. But <laughs> it was um, kind of a sober moment. Yeah, so a, a girl that um, I've met through mutual people on social media, uh, she's from the Midwest. I'm from the Midwest. We finally met up. We went and got dinner and then ice cream. And then we, we walked a little bit. That's really fun. That's like everything. That's like a fun, packed, filled night yeah i forgot about that um are you gonna stay friends yeah she was awesome love that yeah she was so cool um and like i i know that people are probably like god George, you just have great luck meeting friends yeah it's not that easy um i've just been very lucky also through social like it was through a mutual social media connection so like usually you like people's mutuals that's very true you know what i mean it wasn't just some like random girl totally it helps um, when you're set oh, up that's good. yeah um so that was fun yeah so yeah, that was my, those are my life updates. Cool. Friend date, no boys. Party. Party. Party, hardy. Um, so I think that's, you know, it's a good place to end because now I'm excited. I'm going to go, I'm going to go leave and meet some boys. Okay, bye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, let's, what are you doing next week? Oh, right, right, right. So, because it's, sorry, is it the solo episode next after this, right? Because it's yeah. Monday. Yeah. Okay, so wait, what, what do you, what's the episode next week? Yeah, so Alex is leaving me for two weeks. Uh, I left today. Yeah, I, I, technically she's gone right now. Yeah, it's Monday. I'm, Who are you? <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> so the next week is going to be a solo episode um, about being single and some other things that I get into. And then you'll be back. And then I'm back. Then you're back. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, so make sure to subscribe. Oh, do, wait, do you want to do it? You oh, did so good last week. Okay. Like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Twitter. And leave a review on Apple and Spotify. Amazing. And stay tuned for our bar reviews because we're going to be coming out with a new one every single week. And if any of you guys do go to PJ Clark's or any of the other bars, like DM us and let us know your thoughts and feedback. And tag us. And tag us. Please Please just tag us in all the things you do because we want to repost. Yeah, it's kind of fun for us to talk to you guys that way. It is. And, and like also like Alex is going to be gone and I need friends. So feel free to like tag us so I can feel like I have friends for the week Alex is gone. That's nice. DM Jordan. <laughs> yeah, DM me please. We love you guys. And have a great rest of your Monday and week. Ah, oh, beautiful. Beautiful. 